here we go. Release part four. Um, go to Exodus uh, chapter six. That's where we want to be for the majority of the night. So Exodus chapter six, um, uh, release part four. Uh, 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 and I would name this ready for my release. If I had to give it a, a, a teaching topic or a sermon title, it would be called get me the heck out of here. Okay. That's release part four. Get me the heck out of here. Okay. Release part four. Get me the heck out of here. Uh, let's go to Exodus six. Uh, here we go. The Lord told Moses, now you will see what I will do to Pharaoh. When he feels the force of my strong hand, he will let the people go. In fact, he will force them to leave his land. Verse number two. And God said to Moses, I am Yahweh, the Lord. I appear to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob as El Shaddai, God Almighty. But I did not reveal my name Yahweh to them. Now watch this. I want to go down to verse nine. So we're going to do Exodus six, one and two. And then we're jumping down to verse nine. So Moses told the people of Israel what the Lord had said, but they refused to listen anymore. They had become too discouraged by the brutality of their slavery. Then the Lord said to Moses, go back to Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, and tell him to let the people of Israel leave his country. Okay, so we've got uh, 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 Exodus uh, chapter six, verse one and two. Then we jump down to nine. Okay, that's what we want to be. So here are three points that we're pulling out from these three scriptures about our release. And again, we're talking about, I want to uh, uh, get me the heck out of here, okay? And, and if there's a situation, if there's a mindset, if there is uh, uh, some trouble that you find yourself in, whether it's external or whether it's in, in, uh, internal, uh, this is going to be a good one for you. If you've ever screamed or thought to yourself, I need to get out of this. I need to find a way to get the heck out of here. And so this is what we're talking about tonight with release by four. Verse number two, that's going to be our first point. Let's read it again. Because we read this before a couple weeks ago. It says, and God said to Moses, I am Yahweh, the Lord. I appear to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob as El Shaddai, right? God Almighty. But I did not reveal my name, Yahweh, to them. Now watch this. Some of us may have been struggling with a few things. And we've been trying to break free for years and years and years. And we find ourselves in a place where God is saying now through, uh, through, through release is, is, is you have known me as other things before. You have known me as Savior. You, is known, you have known me as Lord. You may have known me as a peacemaker. You may have known me as someone who gives peace. But now I am about to reveal myself as the God who sets you free, as the God who sets free. Come on, somebody. God is saying that, you, that, that I revealed myself to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, listen, as, as El Shaddai, but I did not reveal myself as Yahweh. What he's saying now is that you may have known me as other things before, and I've shown myself strong in other areas, but now for those who, who, who believe it and will receive it, I am going to reveal myself as the God who sets free, okay? And watch this, watch this, whether it's the external uh, uh, things holding you back or whether it's the internal things, because it's really easy to say, look at these people holding me back. Look at this situation holding me back. Look at, and they, and they may be holding you back for sure, but there is, there is an examination of the self that also says, hey, God, while you're setting me free from things, set me free from me. Come on, somebody. I see you, Sierra. Set me free. While, while, you're, while you are setting me free and releasing me from all the external things and the other things on the outside that may be holding me back, I would, I, I would appreciate it, God, and I would love it if you would set me free from me, from the things in me. Okay, here we go. Because he will. Listen, listen. He is a God that provides, watch this, a way out, that provides release, that provides escape. Here we go. I see you, Perrin. You're right. You're right. You're right. Here we go. Uh, uh, go to 1 Corinthians 10, 13. Even me. That's right. Set, set me free from everything. Even set me free from myself. I see you, Sierra. Here we go. 1 Corinthians 10, 13. We just got started, and, I'm, and, I'm, and, and uh, what the, the preacher said, I feel my help. 
I feel my help right now. First Corinthians 10, 13, coming on. Here we go. No temptation. This is the God who sets free, right? Here we go. No temptation has overtaken you, such as is common to man. This is from the New King James Version. But God is faithful. Here we go. Here we are. No temptation has overtaken you, except which is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able. But with temptation, here we go. He also makes a way of escape. Somebody say, get me the heck out of here. Here we go. That you may be able to bear it. That's what we're talking about. The fact that anything we're going through is not, it's not new to you. It's not specific to you. It's not only you. It's common to everybody. But God is faithful and will provide a way out of it. He releases. Come on, somebody. He releases. He provides a way of what? Escape. And so God is saying, I'm going to reveal myself as a God. So we talked about some of the things we need to let go, like, the, like we read in Hebrews, the sin and the weight that so easily beset us. That listen, he will provide a way of escape from that. Amen? Here we go. Uh, 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 somebody turn to, to Psalm um, uh, uh, 124, 6 through 8. I got to go King James with this, with this scripture right here. I got to watch this. Here we go. We're talking about the God who will set you free. It says, bless the Lord uh, who has not given us as prey to their teeth. Verse six, bless the Lord who has not given us as prey uh, to their teeth. Our soul is escaped as a bird. Come on, y'all. Out of the snare of the fowlers. The snare is broken and we are escaped. Come on. Our help is in the name of the Lord who made heaven and earth. Somebody say he released me. Even if you still feel that bondage, even if you still feel like you're trapped. Listen, I'm, we need to start speaking those things. My soul has escaped from this like a bird. Come on, y'all. Out of the snare of the fowler. And not, watch this. Not only, has I, not only have I escaped from the trap, watch this. It says the snare is broken. Come on. Come on. It's one thing to get out of the trap, but the trap is still there. It's a whole other thing when, when, you're, when God has rescued you. Come on. That's why I see it. When my soul has escaped, when God has rescued you out of the snare of the fowler, not only has he rescued you, he has then broke the snare. Come on, y'all. It's broken. It cannot trap you again. Somebody say release. So that's point number one. He's going to reveal himself to us. Watch this. As the God who sets free. As the God who delivers as the God who will release you from those things holding you captive. Come on, point number two. Let's go back to Exodus. Let's go back to Exodus 6. Exodus 6, we're going to read verse 1 for point number two, okay? Here we go. Then the Lord told Moses, now you will see what I will do to Pharaoh. When he feels the force of my strong hand, he will let the people go. In fact, he will force them to leave his land. When he feels the force, come on, of my strong hand, there we go. He will let my people go. Point number two is that there are some releases in our life, some things that we're going to face that's going to require God's strong hand, meaning, meaning that it may not be pretty, <laughs> meaning, meaning that this release may not be pretty. It may require God's strong hand. Again, watch this. It may require God's strong hand on the external, which we're happy about, but it may also mean God's strong hand on the, in, on the inside of me, on the internal. It may, mean that, it may mean that it might get a little tough. It means that this release may not be comfortable. It means you may have to go through a tough time. It means you may have to push through in order to get released. It means you may have to face, uh, 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 to fight through in order to uh, uh, be released. It means that things might get messy in order for you to get your release. It's a, he says, 
by my strong hand, uh, Pharaoh will then release uh, 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 Israel from his land. Said, so as a matter of fact, it's going to be by force that he's going to require you to leave his land. And so there may be some releases that we face in our life that's only that's going to come, and it's going to be tough, and it's going to be messy, and it's going to be God's strong hand. Watch this, forcing the release on us. Absolutely. I mean, I mean, but the question is, do we? How bad do we want the release? And it's going to be God's strong hand forcing that uh, release in our life. Watch this. I want to take you. I want to take you guys to something messy. Yeah, mind if we if I take it something messy real quick? Let's go to uh, let's go to John six. I'm sorry. Let's go to John nine. Uh, John nine. Uh, let's see. John nine. Let me type that in. Um, uh, John nine. Here we go. Um, uh, uh, watch this. It may get messy. Uh, John nine. We're going to read. Uh, let's read um, verse nine. What's the, what's the uh, verse? Uh, well, we'll start at one. Uh, John nine. And we'll read from verse one. Uh, as Jesus passed by, he saw a man which was blind from his birth, and his disciples asked him, Master, who did sin, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Jesus answered them, Neither has this man sinned nor his parents, but that the works of God should be made manifest in him. Look at the, you don't have to look at somebody. You may not have nobody to look at, but that's what? Strong hand. Here we go. Strong hand. Now watch this. I must, I must work the works of him that sent me while it is day. The night cometh when no man can work. Uh, then it says, as long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. And when he uh, had thus spoken, watch this, here we go. He spat on the ground. This is Jesus. He spat on the ground and made clay of the spittle. He anointed the eyes of the man with the clay. So he spat in the dirt. He then got that and he put that on the man's eyes. Look at somebody say, it may get messy. It may, the strong hand might get messy. It may get dirty. Watch this. And then he, then he told him, now you go. Come on, with this on your eyes. Now you go and wash in the pool of Shalom. That's right, parent. It may get messy. Go wash in the pool of Shalom. Watch this, which is interpreted as meaning sent, release, go. <laughs> Come on, y'all. In the pool of Shalom, he went his way, therefore, and washed. And when he came back, he was seeing. Look at somebody and say, if you spit on the ground and you put that mud in my face, that's messy. It may get messy. Now, here's what's crazy, though, is that we've seen situations where Jesus has done the, the same exact thing in a less messy situation. Turn to Matthew 20, 29, 34. I'll send you the scriptures uh, uh, if you guys want me to. Just text me afterwards if I'm going too fast. I'm trying to slow down. I got to slow down. Talk fast. Matthew 20, 29, 34. Watch this. And as they departed from Jericho, a great multitude followed him. And behold, two blind men, we're talking about uh, two, two guys with the same situation as that first guy, right? Sitting um, by the wayside, they heard that Jesus passed and uh, by. They cried out saying, have mercy on us, have, uh, O Lord, thou son of David. And the multitudes rebuked them because uh, they should hold their peace. But they cried the more saying, have mercy on us, Lord, uh, thou son of David. And Jesus stood still and called them and, then, and said to them, what will ye uh, that I shall do unto you? This is King James Version. He says, then they said unto him, Lord, that our eyes might be open. So Jesus had compassion on them and did what? Just touch their eyes. And immediately they received sight and they followed him. So we've seen him do this before. But there was something when he said that, listen, this man, uh, no one sinned in the earlier story. Not him nor his parents. But this has happened to him from birth so that God's power can be seen at work in his life. Come on, that's strong hand. And so that got messy. That got messy because God's strong hand had to get involved. And what God is telling us is that sometimes it would be great if all the release was, if it was just pretty. If the release was just pretty and blue skies and sunshine and then bam, I'm released and it's all good. It may not happen that way. It may get messy. Listen, God is saying that there may be some bad breakups in your life. That these releases might need to be 
bad breakups in your life. Come on, uh, 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 spending habits, that might be a bad breakup. He may change your spending habit. If you've been in, uh, uh, in, in some sort of a financial bond and it's literally just simply because of bad management and, and, and other little principles that we can get into, uh, he may be saying, listen, that might be a bad breakup. Come on, he, he, listen, listen. He said there may be mindsets that might get messy, bad breakups. There may be people. Come on, y'all, bad breakups. God has a way of ripping something apart that you will, in a way that will that will never make you want to go back. I've been a part of a few uh, uh, bad breakups in those situations myself. He, listen, a bad breakup with fear, a bad breakup with doubt, a bad breakup with pride, a bad breakup with insecurity, a bad breakup with the familiar. He may be trying to pull you out of something that you're familiar and comfortable with to take you to new, but you won't leave the familiar thing, and so there's going to be a bad breakup because he needs to work his way. It was a strong hand. That Pharaoh, watch this, that Pharaoh that's outside of you and that Pharaoh that's inside of you is going to let go because God is going to put his strong hand on that situation outside of you and inside of you. Come on, y'all. Uh, to a point where you won't, you will not go back to it. Here we go. The familiar, ungodly obligations. There will be some bad breakups coming up if you want this release. If God's strong hand is going to get involved with that Pharaoh outside of you, that Egypt outside of you, and that Egypt in you and that Pharaoh in you. Come on, y'all, that's Exodus 6.1. Now let's go to Exodus 6.9. Don't forget, and we're gonna talk about this, uh, I think Thursday, we're gonna talk about Jonah. Uh, Jonah. Jonah's release was messy. Jonah's release was messy. And, and, it was all, and it was all Jonah's fault, by the way. It was the Egypt inside him. Here we go. Um, uh, point number six, we did, we did one and two. Let's go to three. Uh, let's get back to Exodus. Uh, Exodus uh, uh, 6, we're gonna jump to verse nine. And this is the NLT. Uh, here we go. So Moses told the people, what the Lord said, okay? So Moses did his job. He got the word from God. He told the people of Israel what the Lord said. Now watch this. Uh, 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 but they refused to listen anymore. So Mo here's Moses telling the people, God's about to deliver us. It's coming. It's coming. But they refused to listen anymore. Watch this. Because they had become too discouraged by the brutality of their slavery. Okay, so he, remember, we talked about God, leave my eyes open and my ears open and my mind able to receive, right, to recognize and receive release. That I got to be able to recognize it. And see, they didn't even recognize it and they didn't receive it. Watch this, because they were too uh, 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 bogged down and too depressed uh, because of their oppression. Listen, it says they refused to even listen. They refused to listen anymore to the message of salvation, that just the hour of salvation is here. God is going to deliver us from Egypt. They wouldn't even listen to it anymore because they, become too, they had become too discouraged by the brutality of their slavery. Listen, point number three is we cannot, listen, yeah, we can't afford to do this. We cannot allow what we are currently going through right now to break our spirits uh, and have us not believing that our release is coming and, and have us deaf and unresponsive to the voice of God. Even though you can go back and listen to this again, I'm going to say that again because we need to hear that. Listen, I cannot allow, I can't, listen, I can't allow it. I cannot allow what I'm going through right now to break my spirit. They talked about, about being discouraged. I can't allow it to break my spirit and have me believing that my release is not coming. And I cannot have it uh, make me deaf and unresponsive to the voice of God. They were deaf to what Moses was saying. They were not listening to what he was saying because they were too discouraged. We cannot let the brutality of, what, of our oppression, of those circles that we've been running in and feeling like we're in the wilderness, like they're about to experience, we can't let that uh, uh, discourage us so much that we now don't even hear 
this message of release that's coming our way. And we don't believe it because I'm too discouraged. We have to believe it. Listen, y'all, and go back and listen to that series on speaking and authority and the word of God. We have to speak release. We have to believe this. I can't let the oppression and the things that are holding me down make me think that this release is not coming. It, it, Moses is literally telling them what God just told him, and they will not listen to it because they're too discouraged by, by the weight of their burden. Do not let that stuff bog you down. Watch this. Here we go. Here's what our confession is. Y'all know I give you Bible. You know I give you Bible. Here we go. 2 Corinthians 4, 8 through 10. 2 Corinthians 4, 8 through 10. Come on, y'all. Y'all need to share this. Y'all need to share that buzzsprout page. Here we go. It says, here's, here's Paul. Here's Paul. We are troubled on every side. Can I get a witness? He says, yet not distressed. Come on. I'm not, I'm not going to let the fact that I'm troubled on every side make me distressed. We're troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Watch this. We are persecuted, come on, parent, but not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed. Come on, somebody. Do not let the weight of your burden or the weight of the situation that you're in or, or, or the worry that comes with it, because sometimes we can't help but the worry. Sometimes it's the automatic, it's the automatic uh, emotion that we feel. Sometimes it's the thought that comes automatically in our life. What we need to do is when those things come, we need to start what? Speaking our authority, speaking our faith. This is how, you see how all this stuff just ties in? Speaking our authority, speaking our faith, and speaking the word of God, that yes, I am troubled on every side, but I am not in distress. Uh, yes, I am perplexed, but I am not in despair. Persecuted, absolutely, but I am never forsaken. Uh, cast down, but not destroyed. Do not allow by any means, please do not allow. Come on, y'all. Please do not allow what you're going through to break your spirits and have you believing that your release is not coming and have you deaf and unresponsive to the voice of God. I'm at home and the temperature is good in here, but I'm sweating. I do it all. I do it all every Tuesday and Thursday and Sunday when we got this going on. Listen, and maybe that's our fourth declaration for part, for, for part four before we close. That I here's our, yeah here's our declaration. I'll make sure that I write this down because I don't have it written down, but it's coming to me in the spirit. It's, it's, it's basically point number three that I I will not allow my current situation to discourage me. Come on, to discourage me and break my spirit and have me believing that my release is not coming. I will not be deaf to the voice of God. I will not be unresponsive to the voice of God. Can we pray? Can we pray? Listen, get me the heck out of here. I don't care if it's messy. God, I don't care if it's messy. Uh, uh, I don't care if the weight of things is starting to weigh down on me. I'm not going to discourage me and think it's not coming. Come on, get me the heck out of here. Don't, it, it can be messy. I'm good. I'm, listen, listen, sometimes you got to be at the point in your life where you ever get to a point where you're so fed up, you're like, I'm good with the bad breakup. This, 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 this can be bad. This can be bad. As a matter of fact, blame me. Blame me. Who, who sung that song? Uh, uh, was it Chrisette Michelle? Blame it on me. Say it's my fault. I'm fine with it. Let's go with the bad breakup. Blame it on me. Say it's my fault. Wasn't it Kirk Franklin with the hello fear? Like, fear, you got to go. We got a breakup. Yeah, yeah, I knew. Yeah, that's right, parent. It was Michelle. That's right. It's a bad breakup. You want to blame somebody? Blame me. But I got, to, I got to be released. Get me, get me the heck out of here. Let's pray, y'all. Dear God, in the name of Jesus, thank you so much for this day. Thank you so much for this message of release, Lord God. God, we thank you so much that you are getting us out of these places, Lord. That that and and yeah, it may take your strong hand, but we are willing for it to be messy. If you got to spit in the ground, Lord, and you got to put mud on our eyes, do it. We just want to be able to see, Lord God. Release, release, release in the name of Jesus, I pray. 
Amen.